0: Fintech Australia and Tier 1 people present the 2022 People's Choice Awards. The Finneys Award, where the Australian fintech community gets to decide the winner. Make sure to join us on the 23rd of June 2022 in Melbourne for the industry's most prestigious awards event. Now, here are a few words from one of this year's finalists.
1: Hi, I'm James Fuller. I'm the co-founder and CEO at Henry, and uh, we are fully automating accounting for the self-employed.
0: Henry are finalists in the People's Choice FinTech of the Year 2022. James, congrats to you and Henry for making it to the finals of People's Choice the award that the fintech community gets to decide on. How are you all feeling at Henry on making the finals?
1: Oh, we're, we're absolutely thrilled. It's uh, it's just such an exciting thing for us, having seen so many great finalists over the uh, over the last few years to to be in the running ourselves. It's just amazing. Yeah, look,
0: this is the third year we've done this competition and every year I keep saying this, the competition just gets tougher and tougher and tougher. So it's uh, well done to everybody on being in with such an esteemed group of finalists. Um, well, for those of our, our listeners who don't know um, Henry, what is the big problem that you guys solve?
1: Uh, it's this problem that's been uh, kind of talked about for a number of years, which is automated accounting. Uh, the accounting industry in general has sort of seen this, seen this coming, but no one's ever really gone out there and, and done it. And so what Henry does is fully automates tax uh payments and compliance for sole traders and the self-employed. So it very much is a world first.
0: Awesome. Now um you know in the past we'd have been talking about I guess you know plumbers, bricklayers, um people who maybe worked in the media or the the arts and creative industries. But we've seen this massive shift. What what was the kind of I, I guess you know the the idea behind putting Henry together and what were the things that you could see that were happening? That made you feel this was a, a big opportunity.
1: Well, actually, what you've just described is is essentially what happened to my myself and my co founder about sort of five six years ago. We we'd always been uh, salaried members of staff. We we'd never thought about being self employed. Never thought about being contractors. And uh, just around the same time as each other, both picked up contract roles, and just. I don't know if you've ever done a contract role or whether the listeners have ever ever done a contract role, but the amount of admin is unbelievable. You know, you've got to go and find an old school accountant. You've got to learn how to use enterprise accounting software, spend your weekends reconciling transactions. It's, It's so much hassle that you have to take on. And really, all you want to do is the work. No one wants to do tax. Mm. No one wants to do the admin, but it's like a necessary evil. And so when we started out as contractors, um, we were just absolutely blown away. We just thought, how have people been doing this for so long? Um, And so we, right back in the day, created a couple of spreadsheets to make our lives easier. And we said, how do we work out how much money we should actually be saving for tax or how much is actually ours and how much is the tax man and uh and we thought we were just you know we just thought we were the dumb ones like you know everyone's obviously got this problem sorted out we'll just make some spreadsheets for ourselves and uh and yeah and it was only really when we told some friends and and they told some friends that people kept coming to us and they said look we've got to get on your spreadsheets and we were just we were astounded that no one had ever solved this problem before so yeah we we started off uh, about four or five years ago with a, with a one-page website and a $100 Twitter ad campaign that, that said, we pay your taxes. And yeah, we, we sort of bootstrapped a service that effectively took all of the admin out of being self-employed. So you can actually focus on getting the job done rather than having to worry about payments or reconciliations or software and those sorts of things. So basically, Henry combines together uh, all of your accounting, all of your payments, uh, all of your software and tools – uh, all in one place on a pay-as-you-go basis, which means fair pricing. It means everyone can get access to, as you would call it, the, the sort of project-based economy. And, uh, and yes, yeah, so now we support tens of thousands of sole traders across Australia um, and New Zealand. Um, and that ranges from gig economy workers, freelancers, tradies, uh, you know, white collar contractors, real estate, you name it, you name it, we support it. It's, um, yeah, it's been fantastic to see how many people we can help with this business.
0: What an amazing story. (laughs) It's amazing how how many businesses start with an Excel spreadsheet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh wow excel spreadsheet and a couple of macros in that excel yeah. spreadsheet that was uh, that was the pinnacle for for a while i mean we ran we bootstrapped the business just entirely on those spreadsheets so for quite a while sort of four four years ago uh it was every time a user signed up uh they had to So they had to print out, sign, scan, and return two different bits of documentation just to get access to the platform. And the one-page website we put together, it was just a bunch of simple forms. And anytime someone signed up there, we we got an email that said someone signed up and we would copy and paste them into our spreadsheet behind the scenes. And anytime a payment came in, we'd copy and paste into internet banking, which seems a far cry from today where we're, we're... we're transacting maybe 650 700 million dollars annualized through our through our accounts on behalf of our customers and yeah i can tell you now i'm i'm glad it's not me copying and pasting into internet banking every day anymore
0: awesome so you've talked there a little bit about some of the some of the numbers um when did you start to really get some scale in, into the 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 platform and
1: I'd say it was probably uh, probably a couple of years ago. Uh, say sort of 2020, we we kind of uh, yeah, probably sort of early 2020. We you know partially potentially helped by COVID, we we saw a big shift in the number of people who really started to get interested in taking the opportunity to work independently. And traditionally, there's there's never been a good way to to start earning independently either alongside a, a, a salary job or, or as a or as a full time uh, independent earner. And um, we just saw signups skyrocket. People. People just really wanted to have the opportunity to uh, take control over how, when, and from whom they, they earn an income. Um, and since then, we've just seen things fly. Um, we've got a huge amount of customer advocacy. Got a forty percent referral rate. You know, we've really cottoned onto something in the market, which I think a lot of um, even even sort of entrepreneurs on their on their sort of starting out with their early ventures will understand, which is you've got to have the time to focus on the business and not have to uh, to, to, to focus on the admin. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what we provide the opportunity for. And so the last couple of years. Um, we've just seen things go from strength to strength, and I've seen, I think we've seen sort of last eighteen months we've seen about six hundred percent growth of the business, which has just been amazing to see.
0: Fantastic. Now, I mean, when you consider as well, you know, the the model that you've got effectively B 2 C, it's a really difficult model to get any scale, you know, here in Australia. Um, how have you gone about? I guess you know, kind of making the business, uh, you know, one being able to scale and and get those numbers but two, you know, kind of be able to be profitable as well.
1: Oh, it's, um, for us, the key is is automation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whilst we started from humble beginnings where, where everything was done manually, um, we've really, over the last few years, built out a significant amount of automation behind what we do, whether that's uh, fully automating the reconciliation process, automating the tax lodgement process, um, providing kind of expert support mm-hmm. is, is part of what we do. Um, and so really the, the the sort of, the key thing for us was, presenting a scalable platform that could succeed both in uh, Australia as well as uh, overseas in, in New Zealand um, and so it was really it's been an exciting few years to actually push the boundaries of, of what's possible from a technical perspective and actually to look at a market where you know there hasn't been a, a predecessor to this there isn't a there isn't an all-in-one service that pays and files all of your taxes like that just doesn't exist and so coming into a market from the side I mean we're not accountants I'm not an accountant I'm a, uh, I've got a technical Technology background, and my, my co-founder is has more kind of a legal and finance background, but neither of us are accountants. And so when you take a when you take a slant into an industry that is, to to their own admission, relatively sleepy. There's not been much innovation in, in that space for a good 10-15 years, taking an outside view allows you to, to really push the boundaries of what's possible and to automate things that people haven't thought about automating yeah. before. So it's been a um, for us. Getting that scale, getting that that sort of um, the sort of huge customer growth, has really been down to uh, automating the right things and providing excellence in, in customer experience, such that we do get high referral rates from people whose lives are are forever changed by the fact that they don't have to worry about admin anymore.
0: Mm. That's awesome. Now, ov- obviously, we've heard a lot about the Great Resignation. One of the big themes uh, around talent and challenges. Um, what What kind of plans have you got for international growth, given that you know this this shift that we've talked about isn't just here in ours but we're seeing it across the world?
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's a huge thing uh, globally. And I think we've seen probably in the last 5, 10 years, not just the great resignation, but also just the changing nature of work yeah. that people want more flexibility. They want more independence. And and the problem that we solve is a global one. There is no one out there who is solving the problem in the same way that Henry does. Um, and so for us, yeah, we've always got an eye on international expansion. There's always going to be an opportunity to do that. But we also know that closer to home, there's a huge amount of opportunity to to, to help You know, the the locals, the Aussie battlers, the tradies, the the freelancers, those people who've been forgotten by the financial services industry for so many years. And the kind of work that we do, you know, extends beyond just, okay, yeah, we can pay and and lodge your taxes for you. We're now getting into how do we support people getting loans, uh, home loans and financing? How do we kind of help the self-employed get back on the financial services ladder um, so that there's actually never never in the future going to be a stigma between whether you're a, a sort of salaried member of staff or whether you have more flexible work. Working arrangements. So that's really the goal here: is that people shouldn't be penalised or marginalised because they happen to enjoy independent yeah. earning. They should be empowered and they should be rewarded for the work that they do, um, and and should have the same sort of uh, the same kind of sense of uh, of freedom that, that not having to worry yeah. about admin that, that you do if you're a, if you're a salaried staff member somewhere.
0: Yeah, that's awesome to hear, James. I mean, it's been one of the kind of biggest criticisms I've had of you know fintech in general over the last five years is that. We haven't seen any innovation, particularly around the credit models. And I've made exactly the point that you have, is that the way that we're working has changed forever. And if you're going to base your credit risk model on somebody who's got a steady job at CBA for the last 15, 20 years, guess what? That's not, it's not going to be that steady in the next five years <laughs> No,
1: no. and look we, we saw it in the last couple of years that, that you know you're only as a salaried member of staff you're only one restructure away from being out there is no certainty there's no such thing as a permanent job anymore and what we've seen in the last two three years is people have started to look at their earning patterns and say well actually I've probably put all my eggs in one basket by earning from a single source and actually potentially I need to diversify my revenue streams in the same way I diversify in, in investment portfolio because I'm too heavily indexed towards one employer. And so what we see is a lot of people who actually say, well, maybe I will get a little side hustle or maybe I will uh, start to take on some clients and do consulting work or freelance work or or whatever that might be. And that's just a way of people de risking the way that they earn, which is just so aligned with, you know, the way that the future of work is Mm. is heading. And I think, you know, the, the sort of sense of security is no longer about having tenure at one organization for 15 years. The sense of security is about being secure in your Yourself that you you can be financially stable.
0: Awesome. Now um, we've talked a little bit about the external talent pool, uh, talent force. What about your the talent force at at Henry? Um, First of all, how many people are in the business now?
1: We are now. I think we we hired our 60th member of staff yesterday. So from from two co-founders unpaid four years ago, we're now 60 staff.
0: Awesome. Now obviously you know one of the biggest. Uh, challenges for any founder is hiring the right talent for fintech. It's very unique. it's, It's got its own set of challenges that I don't think you get in other startups. How have you gone about bringing in the people that have been able to help you scale this business?
1: Um, I think right from the very beginning, we've been really deliberate about uh, about two things. The first of which is being really deliberate about culture. So we're a real sort of culture driven business. Everyone who works here has uh, very much bought into the mission that we're on, which is making it simple, affordable, accessible for anyone to take advantage of independent earning. And so most of our staff here have had some connection with it. They've had friends or parents or may themselves have been self-employed. So they they intimately understand the problem that we're solving and, and the pain we solve for our customers, um, and then we also have a, a mantra that you know we're we're not hiring an army here. We're hiring Navy SEALs. Mm. So we hire people who are top of their game, who are uh, highly motivated and driven, and they want to come in and really be additive to a business. And so whilst that means that, that you know means we we spend slightly longer hiring people for us, it's not about putting bums on seats. It's about getting the real talent into the business who are going to drive this forward in the long term. Um, And that's really worked well for us. It's, you know, some people say that it's quite a hard place to get into, but once you're in, you know, people are so passionate about what we do and they're so driven to help people and and genuinely solving a problem that you see causes so much kind of anxiety and mental anguish for so many millions of people. Being able to be part of a solution to that problem is something that drives so many of our staff Mm. here.
0: How have you been able to take advantage of, you know, the, the very trends that you've seen kind of have a positive impact on your business, certainly kind of revenue and users wise, as in remote working, and, and kind of harness that to to help scale the Henry business.
1: Well, it's an interesting one. I think that a lot of people, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be kind of a binary choice of yeah. I'm going to be remote or I'm going to be local. There's so much flexibility there. And I think the, the key thing for us is providing people with options. And it's something that people haven't had for for any length of time when they're self-employed is, is actual options. Mm. You know, There are many ways that you can get paid. There are many ways that you can deliver your work. And the problem that people have always had is they've either been Pigeon holders, now you have to go and be a sort of in-person uh, worker or you have to be remote full time. And actually with something like Henry, you, there's so much flexibility. We have people who are doing so many multiples of jobs at once in that sort of, um, in that kind of the, the vibrant independent economy. So you've got real estate agents who are driving Uber, you've got you know freelancers who might do graphic design or they might do some web work or they might even kind of write children's books. But the, the thing that's always prohibited them from doing so before Henry was actually the level of complexity required to manage all of that admin, manage multiple income streams, manage multiple mm. platforms paying out and the taxes associated. Whereas actually the fact that people all get paid via Henry, there is one single place where they can direct all their income sources to, and uh, and they know that all of their taxes are getting paid and lodged exactly right. So it leaves them up to date continually, which means they can come into and out of self-employment anytime that they like. And they know that there's none of that legacy sort of tax issues following them around as they go between different jobs. And I think that's the thing that's been really beneficial for anyone using Henry is that sheer sense of freedom and opportunity that replaces what what has been the the kind of uh, the feeling of the self-employed, which has always been about, you know, being very unsure and and, and having to be quite specific and very specialised rather than looking at the broad sets of things they could be doing and saying, well, why not? Why don't I do two, three different types of income all at once?
0: Have you been able to use your customers as a... uh source of talent as well <laughs> sounds like you gotta go <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: actually, we do employ uh, a number of our customers on contract so we have i think our graphic designer is a henry customer our, our videographer's a henry customer we have content writers who are henry customers Fantastic. so we're, we're very much we, we believe in you know yes we have we have kind of 60 full-time staff here but we also very much believe in the independent economy so yeah. we actually feed back into that and we 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 do employ our own uh, our own users as. Uh, you know app developers when when we need additional capacity so that's always something that everyone really enjoys is when they're a henry customer themselves and they can actually feed into the platform that they love using and they can see something that they use every day and say well actually i did that or i was mm. part of the team that delivered that
0: well james we're coming up to a wrap up and in a couple of moments i'm going to ask you to give you a pitch as to why the fintech community should consider voting for henry But before we do that, like when you look over this last 12 months, what would you say has been your proudest achievement?
1: Um, I think for us, the, our proudest achievement is actually the, the recognition of uh, of our customers. Um, uh, in, in Australia, it's a, it's a busy market. It's you know it's something that is always quite difficult. Like you were saying, in a B two C space, there's there's a lot of noise. But I think one of my one of our proudest moments is uh, is actually one of our one of our directors was out at a, at a comedy club in Sydney, and uh, there was a comedian on stage who was uh, who was doing a bit complaining about tax, complaining about the complexities of it, and sort of complaining about the fact that they they found it too much hassle and they actually got heckled by a member of the audience who just shouted what about henry and that's <laughs> one of my moments is knowing that a comedian got heckled about henry in sydney um and i mean obviously nomination for the finneys is one thing but but knowing that people are heckling comedians that that takes the cake i think
0: kudos to you guys that's awesome right well we're going to kind of um you the opportunity to pitch henry so in your own time james when you're ready um, why should people vote for henry as people's choice fintech of the year
1: well henry's doing so much good henry's doing good for fintech and it's doing good for the general public and for us we always look at it and i mentioned a little bit earlier that the fintech industry has been looking at tax automation for many years. Some of the accounting software companies have talked about doing it and have never got close to doing it. Henry is a fintech that is actually doing it. We have done it. We have automated tax for the self-employed. We also provide a service alongside it. So it's generally disrupting the traditional market of accounting and finance. And that's something that's truly exciting, doing a world's first service that provides genuine social good, that allows people to earn flexibly, giving everyone the opportunity to earn independently without any of the kind of pain and anxiety that's traditionally gone along with it so when we talk about kind of what, what value Henry provides we always say look it's it's good for fintech it's good for technology in general with the boundaries we're pushing in terms of uh, automation and ml and then it's also great for uh, it's great for the government you know this is a great thing for for australia in general that actually we are feeding money to the government on a regular basis that they probably wouldn't have got access to themselves so sometimes we might be even regtech or govtech or fintech we're spanning so many categories but Underpinning it all is, is a real desire to change the lives of people who are struggling in self-employment. They are frustrated and they've been underserved by the market. And so bringing genuine disruption into the accounting industry is something that is incredibly, incredibly proud for us.
0: The People's Choice Award is brought to you by Tier 1 People, leaders in fintech executive search. We'll help you launch, scale and innovate by finding world-class people.